You're listening to World of Empowerment Radio. Your station for practical spirituality in a changing world. And here are your hosts, Angel Rose and Ahanu. You are very, very welcome to this episode of the Honest to God series on World of Empowerment Radio. And my name is Ahanu and with me today, thankfully, is my lovely Angel Rose. She has been missing the last couple of weeks, as you may have noticed. Incognito. Incognito. On a special mission. She, yeah, extra For the universe. <laughs> Extraterrestrial. Now, today we've got something very interesting for you because we were blessed a number of years ago to have met a lady by the name of Mildred Ryan in Dublin, in Ireland. Mm-hmm. And it was a very interesting and lovely meeting. Absolutely beautiful, warm-hearted lady, isn't she? She is. Really comes, operates from the heart and beautiful countenance about her. Mm-hmm. Very gentle. Very gentle, yeah. Now, she contacted us recently because she's into a whole new area of her life in lots of ways, but also a whole new area of study, a whole new area of exploration in consciousness. And it's an area that is very close to our hearts, and that is sound. Right. And we'll let Mildred tell you a little bit about her background, because where she came from when we first met her to where mm-hmm. she is now is quite remarkable. So she's a testimony yes. to you know recreating your life and making it work, and also to healing. Yes, and it's a wonderful thing. Now, also, the thing about sound, as most people know, these days everybody talks about light, and they talk about light healing and the effect of light on the body and sunlight and all of that kind of thing. But many people are also aware of the fact that there was a, there's a precursor to light, and that is sound. Indeed, the Bible itself says, in the beginning was the word. Of course, to us, we interpret that as in the beginning was sound. Mm-hmm. So when Mildred will talk to us today about sound healing, we're going pretty deep yeah, we're down. Going, we're going to give credence to the opposite end of light, yeah. which is sound, which is sound is the thing that does hold matter together. It's a vibration. And so when we talk about sound healing, we're going to be affecting levels that maybe you wouldn't reach with light. Now, I've, I'm qualifying that because years ago I did take a course on uh, a healing course on healing with sound, and it was all directed toward altering things in the physical body. Right. So here's an idea of some of the things that we're going to speak about today with Mildred Ryan from Dublin in Ireland. And she is about to launch her online sound healing program. And the aim of that course is to empower people to support their health vitality and well-being on all levels with sound. So it sounds very interesting even from the get-go. So what we're going to cover today is we're going to we're going to ask her and talk to her about how sound healing benefits people. What are those benefits? Are they are they real? Are they measurable? That kind of thing, and how it actually works. Does it you know does it heal the physical or is it a kind of a mental emotional type of healing? We'll speak about that and how it uplifts and expands consciousness. And she's going to show us how sound healing doesn't have to be complicated or expensive. This is one of the things, of course, that we find is is detrimental to the whole healing thing that a lot of people find it expensive or complicated or beyond their understanding Hmm. but she's saying certainly expensive yeah certainly expensive she's saying that it doesn't have to be complicated or expensive and 
she's going to work with the free gift of everybody's own voice. Mm. You see, this is what I she's find. She's not going to make me sing, is she? Huh? <laughs> Who knows? We might have an orchestra. You, you've got a wonderful <laughs> voice, but for me, I, don't know about I that. missed the boat on that one this week. Angel and Rose, we might have a sing song going here oh, before geez. the end of the session okay. today. Better but, get it out the bow rider, huh? But the point, yeah. I mean, be, but you know, isn't that why singing and music is such a, an enormously beneficial thing mm-hmm. in all cultures? Mm-hmm. Isn't that probably the case because there's healing involved in it? And we think of dolphins and whales, for example. And the sounds. We think of the sounds they emit, and we know that they uh, follow the the grid lines in the water in the ocean, and they keep those grids intact by their their tones and their sound. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and dolphins heal with sound. A lot of people report healings yeah. after being with dolphins. Mm. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I find lovely to, to the ear to listen to is the Tibetan bowls. Mm-hmm. And obviously mm-hmm. it must resonate in some way with uh, some kind of healing that may be going on at the same time. And Mildred will be talking to us today about that. Mm-hmm. She's going to talk to us about singing bowls, drums, gongs, chimes, tuning forks, all that kind of thing. So we're in for a treat. It'll be right. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And then she's going to tell us how to send these healing sounds to various parts of the body. She's going to clear worries and distracting thoughts and freshen up our minds with sound. Wow. How to release old... I need em- that. <laughs> we all need that, Angel Rose. We're going to release old emotions and anything that's holding us back with sound. Yeah. How sound expands consciousness and helps people touch deeply into their divine essence, access wisdom and receive insights. Fantastic. Gosh, yeah. Looking forward to this. We better not delay. Well, just one moment, because the last thing that she's going to talk about here is mantras and sacred chants. Mm. Now, we have lately been listening to more and more of these sacred chants, and we find them enormously beneficial, and they really do seem to clear the air, don't they? They They do. They 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 transport you to another place. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and And I think it's a deep, for me anyway, it's a deep place of remembrance. Right. Okay, that's what it is for me. Yeah, yeah. Now, finally... Before we bring Mildred on, I want to tell you that she has written a book called Golden Steps to Inner Peace, Happiness and Enlightenment. And we're going to be asking her where we can get hold of that book today. Fantastic. Shall we bring her on? Let's. Well, hello, Mildred. Well, hello. How are you? Very good. Very good. Great to talk to you again. And you. There she is. Hey, Mildred. Hey. Hello, (laughs) Angle Rose. How How are are you? you? So good to see you. And you, yeah. (laughs) We are delighted to have Mildred with us today because we carry forward with us the memory of when we first met you in Ireland several years ago. And knowing and feeling that you operated very much from the heart was, was very reassuring and consoling for us. And it was a beautiful, beautiful thing. But when we got your notice that you were about to launch an online sound healing program, we were absolutely delighted, weren't we? Because that is so you. So would you mind, Mildred, for the benefit of our listeners, just go back and give us a tiny little bit of history as to how this came about in your life. Like, where are you coming from and where do you feel this sound healing program is going to bring you and your clients? Okay. I suppose I've been interested in sound healing for many, many years and studied sound healing with a few of the great teachers in the world. Um, It just like, it it excites a spark within my soul, sound healing, and it has a very important message for me. Mm -hmm. Now, when I was studying, I didn't realize how important it was going to be for me 
because then about six years ago, I had a bit of a health challenge. I found that an artery in my heart was becoming blocked and that gave me a right fright. You know, it was a very yes. scary time. Yes, yes, yes. So, I think that was around the time that we met because, yeah, you were quite concerned about things. Yes. Yeah. So I took six months off work and I went to the west of Ireland. I rented a beautiful cottage by the sea and just decided to give myself that time to recover and see what was happening. So I started to feel drawn to get up really early in the morning and go for these beautiful walks along these ancient green pathways in the west of Ireland. Mm-hmm. And to stop at just a place where Mother Nature seemed to be calling me to sit down in her heathery slope. And I just found myself toning and chanting and meditating. And I seemed to receive deep insights and deep healing and guidance as to the sounds to create to help to heal myself. And that was on all levels, not just my heart in that area, but on all levels, my mind, emotions, uh, thoughts, and of course, the area that was of most concern, the difficulty with the artery in my heart. Right. And yeah, each day I went out meditating, chanting, toning, singing, creating healing sounds. And I started to bring a notebook and pen. Okay. And write down the information that I was receiving because it was very clear that this information wasn't just for me, that I was to share this information with other people, Mm. how they could simply and easily, particularly work with the free gift of their own voice. Wow. to help return balance and harmony to their own cells and systems. Mm-hmm. And it was a very exciting time. So you were you you went to the west of Ireland primarily for the healing of your own issue, but you found yes. yourself getting information that was going to be of benefit to everybody else. Is that correct? Absolutely. For myself first of all, and within a few weeks it was really clear that I was to write this information down. Yeah. I was to do the healing exercises myself write the information down and share it with other people. Right. So by the end of the six months, it had never been my plan, but I actually had a sound healing course written. Right. I had the basis of a book written, which was pretty fantastic. And you didn't set out with that intention, though? That wasn't my intention, no. I was just always interested in sound healing. Then I had this health challenge and then something beautiful came of it. And here's a question for you now. Do you know when you mentioned about going to those beautiful areas in the west of Ireland, do you feel that it was any one of those things? In other words, was it the location? Was it the energy of the land? Was it the the landscape? Was it your own desire for internal healing? Was it you coming more in communication with spirit or, or was it a combination of all of those things? Okay, it was actually a combination of all of those things. Um, You know, in the west of Ireland, the energy is just pristine clear. Yes. And especially here in the Burren, where the mountains come down to meet the wild Atlantic Ocean. And there's just such a purity here. Mm -hmm. And it really is a place where I just touch into the energies of my soul. Um, It's like coming out of Dublin, you know, the capital of Ireland, traveling to the west of Ireland. Something always happens. It's like a switch comes on. Dublin, I'm doing lots of things, but when I come over here, I know I'm doing exactly what I'm meant to be doing. Right. It kind of opens up a channel of um, a place where I can receive higher inspiration. Mildred, can can I go back with you just for a minute? 
um, to, to when you had your health challenge, okay? And yeah, because we did know you then, and um, yeah. I think it's important for our listeners that that we talk a, a little bit about how a health challenge can bring you into, well, not only uh, transformation, but your life's purpose. And I know at the time, though, and I think it's important to say that you did go through uh, a very low period in terms of, you know, I think when you have a health challenge, sometimes your the whole mortality comes up in your face, you know, and yes. you start taking a look at everything in your life. And I do know you did go through a bit of a period of depression. And yes, could could you talk about that just for a minute? Because I think it's it's important to acknowledge that in terms of where you were then and where you have come now. Yes, certainly. Well, as you know, I was in a very shocked place, really coping with this life change, coping with what had happened. I think anything that happens to your heart is actually, it brings up huge uh, feelings, huge emotions, because our heart is such an essential part of our bodies. So yeah, I was very, very shocked. Mm -hmm. And in that shock, it actually gave me the courage and the strength to make a change in my life, to decide, yes, I need to take six months off work. Mm-hmm. Um, that just had to be arranged. Finances, things like that, just didn't really come into the picture. This six months time off for my own healing, for relaxing, to spend time with friends over here in the west of Ireland, to really live my life exactly as I want it. Um, that health crisis really um, gave me the energy and the strength to go and do it. Right. Yeah, yeah. We, we know that part of Ireland, so we do know what an incredible energy and place that is for exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's really so, beautiful here. Yeah, but, you know, here's the thing. We don't want to give people the impression that, say, if somebody is, is listening to this in darkest Africa or Southeast Asia or somewhere, that they have to come to Ireland for this healing. That's oh, not yes, the case. Oh, yes, they do. <laughs> they do, yeah. <laughs> well, if we were being paid by the Irish Tourist Board, we could certainly <laughs> say that. No, but uh, no. here's the thing, though, Mildred, we want to get clear. In other words, yeah. the healing crisis was the catalyst which, yes. which, which allowed you to look at the healing potential, in other words, and you were blessed to be able to find the location which enhanced all of that. Am I right in saying that? Okay. I just so, missed what you said there at the end, this connection. All right. So what I was saying was that it's not necessary to be in in Bali or in Tahiti, in other words, for to have the all the necessities for healing. Do you follow what I'm saying? That you were blessed to be so close to the west of Ireland and to that beauty of in, in nature. And that enhanced the potential of healing for you. But it could have happened anywhere. It certainly could have happened anywhere. Right. Yes. Um, I suppose the fact that I was going to write a course and bring through information to share with other people, it was important for me to be somewhere where I could bring through the highest information, just mm-hmm. a place that nurtured my soul. Mm-hmm. But you're quite right. Working with sound healing, you can do that from absolutely anywhere in your own home or apartment, just wherever you are. Mm-hmm. Sound healing is just so powerful. Okay, so so let's continue then with um, you bringing in the information and what you discovered, and let's go from there. Okay. The most important part of my work is really empowering people. 
I want to show people that they can work with sound healing very simply. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be expensive. Hmm. And in the information that I've put together, in the course that I've put together, I show people step by step with really clear and simple steps how to work, first of all, with our most powerful sound healing instrument. And that's the free gift of their own voice, simply through humming or toning. Right. And, you know, our voice is intimately connected with who we are. Mm -hmm. It's finely tuned to our needs. Mm -hmm. And tell me this. I I have a question about that, Mildred, that has often puzzled me. Do you know how there are different voice ranges? Like some people are sopranos and other people are... I I don't even I can't remember the names of the different but because they're all operating at different octaves does that matter to the healing potential of the person in other words if somebody is a real strong bass voice you know uh, that that makes you shiver and makes your bones shake when you when you hear it is that more beneficial than something that's very high and shrill do you know what I'm asking yes I do Do you know, the most important sound is just the sounds that we feel drawn to create. Okay. So if we're creating healing sounds for ourselves, the most important thing is just to tune into ourselves and to create a sound with a healing intention. Right. So it doesn't matter whether it's a bass sound or higher sound. It's the sound that we feel drawn to create with a healing intention. Right. So give me an example, Mildred, of a healing intention and a sound that might emerge. Or was it just different for everybody? That sound is a, a wave. It's a wave of energy. And we can direct our consciousness, our energy, to kind of ride that wave of energy. So, for instance, say with my heart, I was concerned that one artery was getting blocked up. All I have to do is tune in to my own heart, maybe put my hand over my heart area and gently ask my heart, what sound would you like to receive? Now, I may not know straight away what sound that is. So what I do is I just create a humming sound. And I might adjust it a little bit. And as I'm creating that humming sound, all I need to do is hold in my mind my intention for that sound, for that sound wave. And I ask that that sound wave, the sound that I'm creating, be a healing sound wave to help to break up any kind of um, clogged energy within my heart area. Hmm. So that's all I need to do, to hold a thought in my mind of why I'm creating that sound. Or if I'm listening to music or sacred music or somebody is giving me a sound healing treatment, I just hold in my mind again my intention for that sound that I'm going to receive. That should be a healing sound to help with whatever I am focusing on healing. In this case, it was my heart. I focus on that sound wave, breaking up any old stuck or stagnant energy, allowing my energies to flow freely again so that balance and harmony can be restored and so that... Yeah, my physical body can respond and release any of those blockages that had built up. And Mildred, how long did you do this for your heart? And what kind of reactions or effects did you notice? 
Okay. So I'd be out sitting in the heather on the side of the mountain, looking down at the sea and just feeling, you know, pretty good. So I would start toning, chanting, creating whatever sounds I felt were just right that day. And the sounds wouldn't be always about um, helping to release blockages within my heart. I could have been creating the healing sounds to help release the turmoil that was going in my, on in my mind over what had happened, or to help release the emotions, or to help just to focus on more positive thoughts and create sounds that would help to embed those positive thoughts within my mind so that I'm healing on all levels. And I would also be kind of tone songs of gratitude for what had happened, gratitude for the healing that was happening. Um, yeah, so it was always different. I would probably be toning and chanting for maybe 20 minutes or half an hour, also resting during that time, resting in the silence to receive the sounds that had just been created. And I have to say, walking back home along that ancient green road, if there was nobody around, I would actually be whooping with delight. Wow. And there was usually nobody around, but I would just allow myself to create these sounds of joy because that's exactly how I felt afterwards. Well, Mildred, you know, really joyful. Yes, I, I, yes. Have to, I have to tell you that as you're painting the picture there of that Irish landscape, Angel Rose is displaying those same visuals of joy. She's she's absolutely smiling ear to ear and she's she seems to be so <laughs> thrilled because it's evoking wonderful memories of that yes. beautiful landscape and that type of healing that can take place there. Absolutely, yeah. Ahano. So let's book our ticket. <laughs> See, I knew. I knew. Yeah. We need our own cottage out there in the Wicklow Heather. Absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Now, Mildred, you, you're... You've described an absolutely wonderful event in your life that has taken place over time and how it has evolved. As you say, you were writing notes and journaling and so on, and you found that that was effectively becoming a, a, a course or a healing program and then eventually a book. Now, we'll, call, we'll talk about the book in a little while, but yeah. bring us now up up to the present day so you you felt you had this wonderful healing from sound yes then where did that evolve to what what was next in your life okay well the next thing was that it was so important to share this information with other people mm -hmm. to show them how very simply and effectively they can work with sound to help to support their own health their own vitality and their well-being and it just felt really important. You know, it's lovely to go to a healer. It's lovely to receive healing and nurturing. Mm -hmm. and that's fantastic. But it was important for me to really show people how they can do it for themselves. Right. Yeah, how they can work with sound frequencies to support their own health, their well-being and their vitality in a very, very simple but effective ways. So how did you start doing that? In other words, did you start doing courses? Did you do workshops or how did you, uh, in what form did it take where you started to show people how to do this? Yeah, well, it actually happened quite simply because I was already teaching. 
I was already holding uh, classes, workshops, trainings around angels and ascension and enlightenment right. and golden Atlantis and transformation. Okay. So I made a big statement. My work is now going to be centered around sacred sound, sound healing, and I'm going to start setting up classes, workshops, and trainings to show people how to work with sound for their healing. So I suppose like any new project, any new venture, yeah, I was a little bit anxious. Mm -hmm. uh, and I set these things up. Are people going to come along? Yes. Will they be interested? I'm going to give up the rest of my work here, you know, and my income. So to go into this new venture, which seems so important. Yes. And uh, yeah, people were interested. Great. So that was fantastic. They so were the transition, the transition then was supported by nature, let's say. It was supported by spirit. Yes, it was. Right. So, you so, know, I feel... Sorry, Angle Rose. So, Mildred, tell me, like, what would happen in a typical workshop? Would it be an afternoon, a day, a weekend? Um, and what kind of things would happen there? Okay. Well, lots of different things. Say... Um, for a while, I was holding evening uh, sound baths for, say, two hours, oh, where people nice. would come along. Lovely, yeah. Yeah. And we would create healing sound baths for ourselves and share the sounds with other people in the group. I always focused on the free gift of our own voice at some stage during the evening. Right. And also singing bowls or a gong or drums. And they were very beautiful evenings. Everybody sharing and caring, toning, creating sounds. And the most important thing is so many people are uncomfortable with the sound of their own voice. Right. Because, well, I think particularly in Ireland, we've really been disempowered. We've been told in the choir in school not to sing, not right. to use our voice. We've been told we can't sing or we've said the wrong thing. We've been in trouble. So, so many people aren't comfortable using their voice. Mm -hmm. So just very gently, I guide people to create just humming sounds or vowel sounds at whatever note suits them. Mm. And very soon they're just in the flow of absolutely enjoying the sounds, enjoying the sounds that they're creating and being able to feel those sounds wherever they send them within their bodies. Well, you know, Mildred, I, I wish that my mother had met you because I'm going to tell you a very quick story which exactly uh, explains what you said about the Irish people being disempowered and it's a true yeah. story about my mother when she first met my father and we're talking about way back like in the 1920s early 30s actually and uh, she had the most beautiful voice you ever heard the sound of a linnet absolutely divine and yeah. one day he said to her you can't sing I don't ever want to hear that sound again, that's that voice again, he said to her. Yeah. And it completely shattered her 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 desire to sing. And the only time she would do it was when he was out in the house, out of the house. And I can remember as a child her singing in the kitchen or singing in the bedroom. And the moment he came back in the house, that was it, it stopped. And she never sang in public ever, ever, ever uh, after that. Yeah. And I mean, we, we've seen that also, as you said, on a bigger scale, countrywide, nationwide. And it is a shame and a sad thing because, as you say, there's such a depth of potential hidden and squashed in a lot of people. Absolutely. 
And if people are afraid to use their voices, their singing voices, usually they're also afraid to express themselves, to express how they really feel or what they really Mm. want. Yeah. Do you think generally that's changing, Mildred, that more people are becoming more confident now with their voices? You know, with with music videos all over the world now, iTunes, all that kind of thing. Do you think it's it, that's a thing of the past? Do you know, I don't think it's a thing of the past, mm. particularly for people of my generation, particularly from people maybe 40 to 60 years of age, because we had something very firmly ingrained within us. Right. I think the younger generation are just so much more confident and freer and willing to explore and for the most part uh, not willing to take on other people's stuff. I just see them, compared to how I was, they're just so much more confident and yeah, really go for what they want. Mildred, I, I have a quick story to tell you and then I have a question. Um, years ago, when I was at this workshop in the forest in Iowa, I was asked by Spirit to go clear the property before people came. And I had yeah. just got myself a drum, and I had never used it. So I just, I never knew what to do. So I just went out into the woods, and I just stopped in this spot. Yes. And what I found, I started to drum, and what I found was this, this sound came out of my heart. And I was toning the sound that was coming from my heart. And when I did that, the seven deer came out of the woods. And they just stood and listened. And so that was pretty shocking to me to see that happen. But then I found, like when Hanu and I do participate sometimes in um, evenings where they're having you tone. But I found that for me, it's always the same sound. And I wonder, why can't I ever get past a particular sound? So have you noticed that with other people? And do you recognize it as, you know, are you stuck in a groove? Or is that just the the tone that you need for the time? Mildred, before you answer that question, we do need yes. to take a very, very quick little studio break here. And when we okay. come back, we, I do want you to address that. But let's remind our listeners, we're speaking to Mildred Ryan and we're speaking about her new online sound healing program. And we're going to get the details about that before we close today. And we're also going to speak in a little while about her new book called Golden Steps to Inner Peace, Happiness and Enlightenment. So do stay with us. We'll be right back after this. Hi and welcome to my new sound healing page. My name is Mildred Ryan. I'm a sound healer, a spiritual teacher and coach and a writer. You know, every new project starts with a vision and my vision is to show people how they can work with sound, which is a natural healing therapy to support their health and vitality and well-being. So I'm going to be posting lots of helpful information onto this page and that will support my vision for you which is that you will have a new skill set, new tools that you can use, sound healing, to support your own health and vitality on all levels, mind, body and spirit. Because do you know that sound waves have the ability to touch into every single cell and organ and system within our physical body and every layer of our aura, including our thoughts and emotions, Sound waves can clear and cleanse any old stuck energy, any old blocked energy 
leaving us fresh and clear so that we have all we need to create really good health in our lives. And you know, it's really good to go to a healer and receive healing, and we all benefit from feeling nurtured and taken care of. But I want to show you how you can do this for yourself, how you can work with sound healing to support your own health and well-being. And I want to show you how you can do this simply by using the sound of your own voice through your own humming or toning or chanting or through a small simple 20 euro singing bowl. And I'll be showing you in very simple, clear and easy to follow steps how to do this. You know, my vision is to share this information with as many people as possible. So at the moment I'm working on creating an online sound healing course. It's a massive project and I'm absolutely enjoying it. Anyway, to give you a sample of how sound healing may benefit you, I've recorded a 20 minute guided sound healing journey. It's called Healing with Sound and Colour. I've posted it to my website and it's a free gift for you. You enter your email details in the section where you subscribe to my newsletter and it will be zoomed along into your inbox. So I really hope you enjoy the recording and see how sound healing can benefit you. And if you want to share any of your experiences on this page, that would be great. Or if you have any questions, you can drop me an email or a message. And again, my contact details are on my website, mildredrine.com. So enjoy the recording and thank you for your support. Well, we're back now after the break, and let's remind our listeners that we were asking Mildred. Um, I was telling Mildred the story of myself and how when I've been to these sorts of evenings that I always seem to tone the same sound all the time, and I don't ever get past that, even though part of me wants to. And I was asking Mildred her opinion on that. Is it just that you're still just emitting what you need and you just need to be okay with that, or does it indicate anything about a person okay i think primarily it indicates that you're creating the sound that you need or the sound that's needed for instance the sound in nature that you created while you were drumming right yeah so primarily i would say you are creating the sounds that you need are the sounds that are needed okay and okay. yeah and let me ask you too with your own situation with your heart because I don't think you ever had surgery did you or did you no I no, didn't you never did okay and what what is your heart like now have you had it rechecked yes I have um everything's fine yeah fantastic wow, that's excellent yeah yeah okay. that's wonderful I was hoping you'd say that <laughs> yeah and you know I was wondering too Mildred about when you talked about how easy this is and you talked about intention is that really the secret to it? In other words, your intention plus the sound directed to where you want it to go. Is that, am I, am I being unfair when I'm summarizing it like that? No, that is absolutely perfect. Um, and can you tell otherwise... us, the, yeah, can you tell us, Mildred, the difference between light healing and sound healing? Okay. Do you know, there isn't such a difference between light healing and sound healing because both are vibrations, mm -hmm. okay? 
yeah. the frequencies of light, healing vibrations, and sound, because it's a vibration, when you include your intention, your, in, your consciousness with it, you use those sound vibrations for healing. Okay. And I suppose behind all healing comes the intention of the person who's directing the healing and the intention of the person who's receiving the healing. Mm. Does that answer your question, Angle Yeah, Rose? it does. It does. Yeah. 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 I have a question too, and it's about the intention because we have found ourselves lately becoming involved or connected with veterans of, of various wars and especially here in the US where there are uh, soldiers coming back from Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan and they're, they're, they're damaged, you know, they're, there's emotional and, and uh, what, what do they call it? Uh, post-traumatic stress. Post-traumatic stress syndrome. And yeah. it's a huge thing, it's a really big issue. Now, in terms of using this technique that you have and your sound healing program, and you yeah. mentioned about the intention, how does one go about healing something like post-traumatic stress syndrome? Okay, I think there are so many elements within post-traumatic stress syndrome. Well, stress being a major element, mm. and emotional distress, lots of thoughts, lots of experiences, lots of things that the person is holding on to within their energy field. Right. Yeah. So working with sound, you would be working on all the different levels within that person. Okay. Encouraging them to work on their mind, and their aura and chakras. I suppose the main intention would be to help to soothe and release all those memories and imprints and patterns and the energy that they've taken on right and their thoughts and stress around what happened so we're really so, using the intention to focus on a particular let's say energetic pattern or construct in this and the toning starts to break yeah. that up is that correct Yes, the toning, the humming, uh, creating gentle vowel sounds. Those sounds are soothing within themselves, mm -hmm. but then adding a healing intention and a healing, a specific healing intention, just it's like it powers up the sound. Right. And does your program guide people into how to make those sounds? Absolutely. Right. Um, I start people off very, very gently. Mm -hmm. Take them on a step-by-step -step journey. First of all, getting people just to relax and to sigh. You know, if you breathe in, breathe out, and let out a sigh. Yes, that can be very then, healing on its own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then a humming sound. Okay. And then starting to breathe in and on an out-breath, tone some of the vowel sounds, like a long A. And very soon, whether people are singers or not, or are terrified of their voice, very soon they're just so relaxed and in the flow and enjoying the sounds that they're creating. Mm. And after a while, I stop guiding them to make sounds. I just say, create now whatever sounds you feel are just right for you in this moment of time. Yes. And if I'm in a group, everybody just creates whatever sound is 
right for them. Yes. And just a beautiful like field of sound is created. Yes. So do you do a one-day workshop now, Mildred, or is it still uh, predominantly evening sound baths? Oh, no, I, I've been holding evening sound baths, uh, one-day workshops, three-day trainings. Oh. Over the past six months to a year, I've really been focusing on making videos and audio recordings and creating an ebook uh, for the online course so that all the information is there. Fantastic. So it's like me holding a workshop, but I'm Fantastic. on your Wait. laptop screen. Do right. tell us how people can get in touch with you. And we want you to come back at the end of the program and say it again. And we will post a notice about it also on the World of Empowerment Radio. So tell us where they can get in touch with you, Mildred. Dot com. Oh, do say that again. Say it again because you yes. blanked out for a minute. Yes. <laughs> oh, she blanked out again. Oh, no. The sound gremlins are getting us. <laughs> it's like as if something doesn't want people to hear it, but we're going to get it. So yeah, say it so again. Say it again. Definitely. MildredRyan.com. Oh, that's that's my website. Yeah, MildredRyan.com. That's easy. That's fantastic. And it's a great way to remember who we're speaking to also. We're speaking to Mildred Ryan from Ireland about her sound healing program. And people can find out more about it at MildredRyan.com. And they can purchase the course there. Is that right, Mildred? That's right. And I'm also offering a free, a complimentary starter course for people, focusing on the sound of their own voice and one inexpensive singing bowl. Because I really want this information to be shared right around the globe and to reach all those who will benefit from it. So the first part is free. And it's just I really would like people to have this information. Yeah. And then if they want to take things deeper or go further, there are programs, various packages, um, various levels, various price ranges that they can choose from. Right. Well, we hope that in our conversation today, somebody will take advantage of that because having met you, Mildred, and knowing your sincerity and your compassion and your uh, amazing ability to deliver very high quality and fantastic um, healing potential for people I think it, it's I hope that we can help you deliver that now I want to ask you we've primarily focused on healing the physical body and then we, you mentioned about PTSD so there's an element of emotional healing there but you also l- believe that sound expands consciousness and helps people touch deeply into their divine essence and you yourself accessed that wisdom in the west of ireland and received all these insights can you tell us how the sound heals on that level okay sound i've experienced it so often with people i'm working with that sound really helps them to touch into their deep wisdom it's like touching into their multi-dimensional selves Mm. and do you know i really don't know exactly how it happens all I can say is sound helps us to expand our consciousness. Mm-hmm. And again, just holding a healing intention of the sound, creating sounds or receiving sounds that will just help you to touch into your deep wisdom. Um, so, it just works. So Mildred, uh, you know, there's people who've written a lot of books about different sounds and, you know, different tones and say, well, if you if you make this sound, it does this, and if you make that sound, do you subscribe to that, or do you think it's individual for people? Okay, I think it's very, very individual. 
Okay, um, so there are sounds that people would say are related to each of the various chakras. Right. Okay. Yeah. Generally starting with a low grounding sound and moving up the scale, uh, C, D, F, G, A, B, etc. Mm-hmm. And a lot of teachers will teach that if you sound, say, the F, F is the sound of the heart. But, you know, we are multidimensional beings. And I can't say that F is the sound of my heart. It just varies from day to day, depending on my energy, where I'm at, what's mm. happening, what needs to be released, etc. Right. So I really guide people to tune in. If they want to start, say, if they're working on their heart, if they want to start with a recommended F, fine, but always allow their sounds to flow into the sounds they really feel guided to create. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think healers will always do that anyway. Yes. Uh, healers will always go with the flow. Yes. We have found that uh, there's a, a, a huge number of people who are determined to use various healing techniques on their animals. Does this sound healing program that you are, have developed, Mildred, does it work with animals? It absolutely works with animals. Give us some and examples. I, yeah okay i just have a passion for animals i absolutely love them Mm. so yeah just to say that when i'm working with healing sounds i've focused a lot on the voice the singing bowls sorry mildred we we lost you there just for a moment so just go back and say that sentence again what you focus on yeah um i have been focusing on the sound of our own voice first of all because it's our most powerful sound healing instrument Right. But with sound healing, like Angle Rose, you've worked with your drum, are there singing bowls, gongs, chimes, tuning forks? Mm-hmm. Working with animals, I particularly recommend that people work with the sound of their voice because our voice is very, very soothing and animals respond to the sound of our voice. Right. And also animals have very, very sensitive hearing. Mm. You know, they can hear so many more sounds than we can hear. So it's so important not to bang on a drum or, you know, really create those loud sounds. Just using our soothing voice with animals, they just pick it up, they lap it up. Mm. And we can work with healing sounds for animals, our pets that are beside us, our animals right across the globe and send distant healing sounds. And it's just a matter of forming a heart-to-heart connection with the animal, our group of animals. I take people through the steps for how to do that, for how to form a heart-to-heart connection and open the channel of communication, then ask if it's appropriate to send healing sounds. Mm. Also to ask what sounds the animal or animals would like to receive. And working very intuitively then, creating the sounds, I recommend using our voice to do that, are working very gently with singing bowls, are just very, very gently soft sounds with sound healing instruments. God, sounds fantastic. Now, is it safe to say then, Mildred, that we could just use this for everything, for plants, for trees, for the land, for our houses? I mean, you could conceivably, you know, ask your house what kind of sound it would like to hear. Could Absolutely. You? Yeah, because I think things, everything's conscious and especially when we're thinking of things that we perceive as inanimate objects that really aren't 
Mm. You know, absolutely. That mm. we could, you know, if you're in a disharmonious location, for example, and you're aware of it, you you could be focusing your intention on on what would harmonize that area. And so let me ask you in terms of how often you'd have to do that. So do you tone every day, Mildred, or what have you noticed um, somebody would have to do, let's say, to heal a condition? How often would they have to tone? Okay, that will vary from person to person. Okay. I think it's lovely to set some time aside for ourselves every day if possible. Mm-hmm. And if not, at least three times a week. And, you know, not being too hard on ourselves, maybe setting aside 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes of quality, peaceful, meditative time for ourselves. And within that 20 minutes or 30 minutes, focusing on our healing, on relaxing, on just kind of coming back into a balanced state of being. And allowing that to grow within us, taking it step by step as we make a little progress each day, it's like it builds up. So it's lovely to give ourselves the gift of 20 minutes of healing sounds, maybe to tone the own sound, which is one of the most sacred sounds of all. And it's not necessary to continue to tone for 20 minutes. A lot of healing happens in the silence and during rest. So sound healing is never to be something that people have to force themselves to do. Um, actually, to tone for 20 minutes can be quite tiring for people who are just starting. Mildred, do you find that people go through any kind of a physical detox or an emotional detox? I find that people detox on all levels. Okay. Um, emotional, um, lots of that? thoughts. Yeah. What's that look Sorry? like? <laughs> What does it look like? Yeah. Well, again, very different for everybody. Um, Tears, maybe. Mm -hmm. Tears are a very good release. Yeah, tears are excellent. And crying, creating the sounds of crying, allowing the sounds out, um, allowing the sounds of the distress out as well, really being somewhere safe where you can express exactly what's going on. That's a great detox really getting rid of those energies, allowing them out so they're not stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me ask you this, Mildred. You know how lately uh, we're finding more and more uh, natural disasters around the world, environmental changes, weather patterns, all that kind of thing, severe conditions. And a lot of times people feel impotent about being able to help somebody in a, a foreign country or some some long distance. Now you mentioned about the sound, having the ability to be able to uh, do distant healing using sound. Do you yes. feel that this is a method that people could be effective without necessarily having to physically travel to some remote area and help victims of a flood or an earthquake or something? Do you think this, that toning sounds with that intention can actually help them remotely. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think sound, sound is woven into the fabric of creation. Sound is everywhere. We're surrounded by sound waves the whole time, sounds that we can't even hear. So the waves of sound can just travel out. It's like waves of consciousness. So we can send our healing intention along our sound waves and send those sound waves right around the world. Mm-hmm. Do you um, think this is the, it's the same thing as prayer? 
do you think? Yes, it is. You're working with the same energy. Right. Um, yeah, prayer, sacred intention. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. But I do know for a fact that sound waves do seem to um, assemble and disassemble physical matter. Yeah. Okay, and I think that that's part of the power of those particular sound vibrations as, appo as opposed to light vibrations because I do think it's a different spectrum of frequency altogether. Mm -hmm. But because we're built up of patterns, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And we create our own constructs which turn into our bodies. Yes. That I can see the power of this absolutely in mm -hmm. terms of mm -hmm. breaking up Mm -hmm. existing things absolutely now Mildred yeah. I want to draw people's attention to something that you have done which I think is a marvelous example of writing creativity you described how you went to the west of Ireland for your own healing and you started writing down what was going on and you journaled about it and so on and the next thing you knew you, you had the makings of a book effectively okay so that is a, an absolutely wonderful description of how there's a book in everybody we believe that of how one can actually write their life story or write their biography or write a book that would help other people just by what you did right there and it seemed that there was no effort involved in it in other words I'm drawing the comparison between somebody who's, who decides today oh I'm going to write a book now what am I going to write about and then they've got all these complaints about writer's block and, you know, they don't know how to... Whereas you've described a process that seemed to be just so natural and you ended up with a book. Yes. Uh, yeah? So let's talk about your book and we want people to be able to get hold of it. So tell us about the book Golden Steps to Inner Peace, Happiness and Enlightenment and where, they'll, where they can get it. Okay. So, Golden Steps to Inner Peace, Happiness and Enlightenment was written in the same way as the Sound Healing Course. Mm -hmm. um, I come down to the west of Ireland here a lot and I go out with my notebook and pen and just sit down and wait to see what information is going to come through that particular day. So, my mind is open. I'm just open to receive the information and I just ask that the information that comes through will be information and wisdom that's just right for people right now mm -hmm. to help with their healing or to open their heart just whatever is needed beautiful yeah so i have to say that not everybody has to sit on the side of a mountain with pen and right. paper in hand and sure. raincoat or poncho over them depending on the weather mm -hmm. some people do very well sitting at their office desk at their laptop Yes. This just worked for me because I love nature and I just love being out there. Yes. And it was where I could just touch into the energies of my soul and connect with the higher wisdom of angels and spiritual beings of light. And it was my intention to bring through the highest information that I could. Right. So the book was born in that way. I never knew what I was going to write, which chapter I was going to write about. Hmm. And... Basically, I had, like a jigsaw, I had so many pieces of information and they all needed to be put together in a kind of a concrete way, step by step, chapter by chapter. Yes. So I received beautiful information and then I would have to come back to my computer and put it all together. Okay. Now, Mildred, let me ask you, what is the 
minimum. Oh, well, you didn't tell us where to get the book, first of all. Okay. Uh, the book is available. It's available online in on Amazon, iBooks. It's available in books, bookshops. Okay. Uh, it's available from my website. Great. Yeah. Okay. So good. Easy to get then, Hannah. Yes, and let's remind people the website is mildredryan.com and the name of the book is Golden Steps to Inner Peace, Happiness and Enlightenment. So, Mildred, I just wanted to ask you, you said that you do have your program uh, divided up into various levels and different price ranges for people. So, obviously, would there be a beginner course and then they could go on? And would you do the same thing for a physical workshop? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, start off with a beginner course. It's Start off, first of all, with a free course so that people have something very definite that they can work with. Then I offer an eight-part kind of taster starter level course for people who just want a short course, just to touch in, to see what it's all about, how it can benefit them. And then I have the full comprehensive program which is 11 modules of about maybe 80 videos, 20 audio recordings, an ebook, a, an exploration of sound for all levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. Gosh, that's comprehensive. It's quite comprehensive, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm, now that that project is complete, I'm putting together the next phase of the sound healing training, which is for healers and facilitators. And yeah just guiding them on the steps that they can take to bring sound healing into their practice, oh, their gosh. practice that they have at the moment. What a wonderful journey you've found yourself on. Yes, it's been very special yeah. and such a pleasure to talk to you this evening about my work with sound. Yeah, and it's, it's a delight for us to catch up and to find that you're on this wonderful journey and it's really a genuine pleasure and I, I, we are delighted to be able to promote and help this and you and your work in any and every way that we possibly can. We do unfortunately have to bring this episode to a close, but let's remind people Mildred Ryan can be contacted at mildredryan.com. Her book Golden Steps to Inner Peace, Happiness and Enlightenment is available on that website and amazon.com. And, and all uh, nice bookstores. And all good bookstores indeed. Yeah. If they have any salt to them, that is a home. <laughs> oh, they'll have it, they'll have it, because I think that that book and that program, I think, needs to be out and be everywhere, yeah. So, Mildred, obviously we want your free information. So, do you need our just our email, or do you need our address, or what do you need? Just your email, just that's all email. I need. Okay, fantastic. All right, we have to leave it there, Mildred. We thank you deeply. To be for, continued. Yeah, for, for being with us today, and we look forward to our next trip to Ireland. Indeed, we will be bringing a group of people with us to Ireland on a retreat workshop next May 2017. And people can find out about that, of course, on worldofempowerment.com. But at that point in time, we do look forward to meeting up with you and catching up and finding out how everything is going. Thanks so much, Ahano and Angle Rose. You're, You're welcome. welcome. We love you. See you soon. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Angel Rose and Ahanu on World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world.